you today, thanking you that we can gather around your son's table. 亲爱的父神，我们来到你面前，我们在感谢你，我们能够围绕你儿子的桌子聚集。And now, as we open the Word of God and gather around it, 是吧？当我们开启神的话语，并且一同聚集的时候 ，We pray that you would break the bread of life onto us once again. 是吧？求你将生命的粮为我们拨开。We come depending upon your Spirit to teach us the things of life. 是吧？我们依靠你的灵来教导我们呃一切属于生命的事情。And we come. By faith in the name of our Lord Jesus, we bring the faith to you. We come to you by faith. To enter into all of Jesus Christ, to enter into Jesus Christ, everything in Jesus and Jesus everything. Jesus, Jesus is what I want. This we pray in Jesus' name. To enter into Jesus Christ, Amen. In Matthew chapter eight, verse seventeen. 啊，马太福音第八章第十八节、十七节。Our Lord Jesus in the Gospel of Matthew is preaching the kingdom of the heavens。那我们的主耶稣在传扬这个传扬这个呃天天国的福音。And、uh, the many people came to him in the evening. Of that day, he healed many people. 那许多人来到他面前。那当日的晚上，他医治了一个有人来到，他医治了人。And then verse seventeen says, 第十七节 ，This was to fulfill what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet. He himself took our infirmities and carried away our diseases. 这是要应验先知以赛亚的话说，他替他代替我们的软弱，担当我们的疾病。We gather together every Sunday around the Lord's table. 我们每个主日来到主的饼杯面前聚集。This is the highest moment of our life together. 这是我们的生命生命当中最高最高潮的一一。We are all priests, living priests unto God. 我们都是活的祭司在神的面前。And we all offer to God our worship. 我们都把我们的敬拜归给我们的主。But as God's people, we gather together for other things as well. 那我们做神的百姓，我们一同聚集也是为着有为着其他的事情一同聚集。As it says in Acts chapter two, we not only continue steadfastly breaking bread, but also in prayer. 那啊，那使徒使徒行传二章四十二节讲到说是我们使徒们还是持续的拨饼，并且一同代祷。Now, as you have heard from this morning's testimony. Many people have already joined together in prayer for our dear brother Christian. 那么早上我们已经听到我们弟兄的见证，就是我们许多的弟兄们一同呃为着我们的陈弟兄祷告。And the Bible says that this is an evidence of the kingdom of God in your midst when you have true compassion and love for one another. 那么实在是圣经告诉我们说是天国在我们当中，特别是我们有这个有这个爱，还有这个慈心，能够呃这个。Peter tells us in his letter that one of the most important things that we do in the last days is to love one another fervently from the heart. 那彼得彼彼得在他的书信里面告诉我们说，我们在末日所能够做的就是啊，就是就是彼此相爱。In First Peter three eight, he says, "Be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another, love as brethren, be full of pity." Be courteous. 那彼得前书三章啊第八节，他也提到说，总而言之，你们你们都要同心，彼此体恤，相爱如同弟兄，存慈存慈怜谦卑的心。
all of us, some of us visiting here this morning, others who gather with us regularly. But the Lord's desire is that we are all enrolled in the school of Christ. In the events of our lives, we take them before the Lord and He teaches us things from these events. And I felt in my heart, in light of our brother's uh, struggle and our gathering around him in prayer, and uh, as we're gathered together in the school of Christ to learn from Him, that perhaps we could take up and fellowship on this matter of healing. Now we know when we read in the scriptures that healing is very much a part of the New Testament. Our Lord came with an anointing that enabled him to heal the sick and even raise the dead. And as the apostles, the disciples watched him for a year or more, it came to the point where Jesus said, Now you also, I give you this same commission. We find in Matthew chapter 10, verses 7 and 8, our Lord's commission to his disciples. So he says, And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. Freely you receive, freely give. 随手随传说天国近了，医治病人，叫死人复活，叫长大麻风得洁净，啊，把鬼把鬼赶出去，你们白白的来，也要白白的舍去。Now we live in the last days，那我们是生活在这末期。And as it's called presently, we live in the modern age。那我们也是活在现代。And we're very thankful for all the medicines and all the things that doctors have discovered and can do to help us in this matter of healing. I'm glad the doctors know what they're doing. I am looking at you today because the doctors took out my cataracts and put in the brand new Whatever they are. But we also know that in these modern days, it is rampant with unbelief. Jesus called his day, 2,000 years ago, a faithless and perverted generation. And so today we live in a faithless and unbelieving atmosphere. For somebody to believe in healing, they have to go against the tide like a salmon going upstream. Now 
And so in this matter of healing, we have to fight unbelief, which is the prevailing spirit in the atmosphere of these days. So I want to begin this morning, maybe some messages down the line, to speak on this matter of healing. Now we sang this wonderful hymn we all know, Jesus, everything in Jesus, Jesus everything. Our dear brother A.B. Simpson used to be a preacher here in Manhattan a century ago. If you go to 44th Street and 8th Avenue, you can eat pizza in the Gospel Tabernacle. That, uh, that, that building is, we used to be Brother Simpson's Gospel Tabernacle. Our dear brother actually was born and raised in Canada. He became a minister of the Word in Canada and then moved to Kentucky and eventually moved to New York. And he was certainly one of the best preachers of his generation. Whenever he went to a church, the church immediately grew. You know, the Lord always raises up some very unusual men of God with a great gift of preaching. You know, we speak of men like Charles Spurgeon. Great preachers. Spoke the word of God. A.B. Simpson's mind was very, very good. And his, his message is very clear. But he had one problem. For more than two decades, he suffered heart disease. And he was always tired. He would speak just a few months and he would have to rest for six months. When he was 40 years old, 1881, the doctor says, you can't keep preaching. He'll die. Every time he stepped into the pulpit, many people got saved. But at 40 years old, his career was over. If you want to read what happened to him, uh, there's many testimonies of it. He went to a camp meeting up in Maine. He was up in the mountains. And there was a preacher preaching on healing. And our brother went there with his wife. They were so exhausted. That even though there were 12 meetings that week, they only went to two or three. 
那曾经是我们在寻找这个医治，但是现在他所寻找的就是主耶稣。And the Holy Spirit gave him a correction。那这个圣灵就给他一个修正。Because many, many saints were praying for his healing。那许多的这个圣徒是在为着他的医治祷告。He's he was praying for his healing。那他也是在寻找他自己的医治。And the church was praying for his healing。那这个教会也是为着他的医治来祷告。And the Lord opened his eyes。他们的主就让他开启他的眼睛。He says, I need the Lord. He is my healer. 我需要我们的主,他是我的医治者。So, his whole idea changed. He says, I have the healing one. 他说,我有这个做医治的在我里面。Somebody says, are you healed? 那有人就问他说,你已经得做医治了吗? He says, yes, because the healer abides in me. 他说,是的,因为这医治者是在我,住在我里面。Our brother preached, from that, he actually he climbed up the mountain there in Maine. Climbed up this steep mountain. By the time he got to that top, he thought he was going to die on the way. His heart. By the time he got to the heart, top, he was healed.那他就爬这个缅因州，在缅因州他就爬这山。他爬爬到一半的时候，他觉得说他可能会死，因为他的心脏没办法负担这些事情。然后他一直爬爬爬爬到山峰的时候，他就得罪医治。And he preached the gospel for forty more years. Never took a day off. He can go over there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They preached every day. So he learned about healing by experience. God is a healing God. And whenever the church comes into recovery in church history, often they experience this healing ability. So I think this is a good time for us to enroll in the school of Christ in the matter of healing. Now I think those who signed up on that fasting and praying list, they're already enrolled.那我相信这些已经参加信息祷告的这些弟兄姐妹，他们已经注册参加这个基督的学校。And I hope others of you who have heard of these things will also learn to pray in the school of Christ.那这些听到这些事情发生的时候，希望能够他们也能够。and actually, we'll be holding a laboratory every Tuesday night in our prayer meeting in the School of Christ.那在星期二晚上，我们也是在基督的学校里面，我们也有这个呃这个实验室的这个工作。You see, there's a there's a great mountain that has to be climbed in this matter of faith for healing.那在这个啊。那讲到这个医治的过程，有一个很高的一个座山，你是要我们要需要跨过的。And I think now perhaps is a time, a teachable moment, where we can begin to learn more of these lessons together. 
那这是非常好的时期让我们能够一同学习这方面的工作 Now before I, I speak on healing I want to make four careful statements 那在我讲到医治之前我想要讲到四件事情很小心的讲四件事情 Number one The Lord often brings healing through many different ways and means 那我们主经常将医治实现出来乃是照不同的方法 He uses doctors to believe in healing doesn't mean you don't believe in doctors. I even believe God can use some of those Chinese magic soups. God can use all kinds of things to heal. Remember, the Apostle Paul had the gift of healing, but he needed Dr. Luke to help him with his problems. So believe God can heal and be sure you know Dr. Luke. Number two, healing is a mystery. Wrapped up in the mercy of God. God is sovereign in the matter of healing. So there are no formulas that automatically bring healing. And certainly we know healing will not come from the Lord if there is any pride about our healing gift. A third interesting thing. We can't know real healing from heaven if we have a religious spirit. Healing comes by the grace and the mercy of God. But there are some who have a religious spirit in this matter of healing. And this religious spirit um, criticizes and condemns people when they're sick. They judge people. And they say, yeah, you sinned. You know, back, uh, this is before your time. Back in 1958, Billy Graham had an evangelistic service that lasted through the whole summer at Yankee Stadium. Thousands of people got saved. And in August, his health broke down. He became so weak from speaking every night. And immediately next day in the newspaper. There was a preacher who said, Billy Graham is sick because his sins have found him out. This is a religious spirit. You know, we must be really merciful toward one another. 
Everybody's constitution, makeup is different. Now you and I know our brother Christian physically was as strong as an ox. He traveled and ministered unbelievably. But you know there's other people who are very weak. Their bodies are very fragile. Just to speak one time, they're exhausted for a month. You may have a constitution like an ox. Or your body may be very frail. But it, it, it's not because you're a sinner and the ox is righteous. We all need mercy toward one another. Uh, the fourth thing is this. The gospel speaks of healing, but it is not healing centered. Now you notice in several of A. B. Simpson's hymns he mentions healing. But the two that we know the most the one we just sang today. What's the name of the hymn? Healing? Himself. Everything in Jesus and Jesus everything. That's our goal. It's in God Himself. I've been in groups that have been sidetracked in this matter of healing. But the center is Christ and not healing. If people become obsessed with healing, they become obsessed with themselves. And we need to look away to Christ. Anybody remember the other song we often sing of A.B. Simpson? Talks about Jesus, our Savior, our Healer, our Sanctifier, our Glorious Lord, soon coming King. Remember all this? Our Savior, our Sanctifier, our Healer, our Glorious Lord, our soon coming King. That's the chorus of the hymn that's called Jesus Only is Our Message. So we praise God that healing is part of God's mercy in Christ Jesus, but it's not the central focus of our life. Now, if you look at two passages with me, I, I'll try to make this as brief as possible. There's two passages on the healing of the leper found in Matthew chapter 8 and Mark chapter 1. First we'll read Matthew chapter 8. It's the same story. 
但是我们先读马太福音第八章。The first four verses。前面呃，头头四节。When Jesus came down from the mountain, large crowds followed him, and a leper came to him and bowed down before him and said, "Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean."耶稣下了山，有许多人跟着他。一个长大麻风的来拜他，说：“主若肯，必能叫我洁净了。”Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, "I am willing." Be cleansed, and immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Then Jesus said to him, "See that you tell no one, but go show yourself to the priest and present the offering that Moses commanded as a testimony to them." Jesus 伸手摸他说，我肯，你洁净了吧？他的大麻风立刻就洁净了。耶稣对他说，你切不可告诉人，只要去把身体给祭司查看，献上摩西所吩咐的礼物，对众人做。And then let's turn to Mark chapter one verse forty. The same uh, uh, story in five verses. 那我们再看马可福音第一章第四第四十节，那是同一个故事。And the leper came to Jesus, beseeching him, and falling on his knees before him, and saying, "If you are willing, you can make me clean." 有一个长大麻风的来求耶稣，向他跪下说：“你若肯，必能叫我洁净。” Moved with compassion. Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him and said, "I am willing. Be cleansed." And immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. And he sternly warned him and immediately sent him away. And he said, "See that you say nothing to anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded as a testimony to them." 第四十二节到四十四节，长大麻风及时离开他，就洁净了。耶稣严严的嘱咐他，就打就打发他走，对他说：“你要谨慎，什么都不可告诉人，只要去把身体给给祭司查看，因为他洁净了你，献上摩西所吩咐的礼物，对众人做证据。” Now we've all heard about leprosy. 那我们都听过这个大麻风。It was the worst. Physical defilement you could have in the ancient days. 那在早期是，呃，是是最最严重的一个你所能够长的一些皮肤的病。In Luke's gospel, the same story is told. 那在路加福音有同样的故事。But our doctor adds, he was full of lepers. 但是我们的大夫说他是充满着大麻风。That means from head to foot he was covered with white, and he was decaying. 那就是从头到脚他是。Leprosy was a sign in the Bible of spiritual defilement of your heart. 那这个大麻风在圣经里面是讲到说是你心里受到玷污。So they often believed if you had leprosy outside, it's because inside your heart was defiled. 那他们是说你外在长大麻风的话，是因为你的心里受到这个玷污。You remember how God made Miriam leprous? Because in her defiled heart, she was standing against Moses. 那是怎么样？你你让他他是怎么样站在这个？因为他是抵挡摩摩西的，他是怎么样？神是怎么样对待他们 ？We know in Jesus' day, if you were a leper, you had to live in a colony, quarantined off from the rest of civilization. 那在耶稣那个时期，你如果长大麻风的话，你当隔离，于是与与与一般人是分开的。And the religious spirits of the day knew it's because they were cursed somehow. 那他们早期他们知道，因为他们是受到咒诅的。They felt condemned. 他们感觉到呃是被控告的。Rejected and cut off. 
Several years ago, I went to, Le- to Nepal and worked for a week in a leper colony. You know, the Hindus, they're mostly Hindu in Nepal, they believe that leprosy is a spiritual curse. Three generations. While I was there, uh, a child came home from school who was perfectly normal, but they beat him up because they found out that his mother was leprous. God opened the door for Christian missionaries in Nepal because they were willing to open up this leper colony that I was in. Why they let them go there? No, how do I know he had faith? Listen, if you are willing, you can make me clean. He had faith. Now, uh, the problem was in that day, all the Jews, as this leper was, believed God could heal. They knew the Old Testament stories. But there's a difference between having a belief in your head and having faith in your heart. And this leper had living faith that connected him to the living God. How do you define faith? It's a gift of God. And uh, it defies description. In Hebrews 11, we have a, a, a sort of a descriptive definition of it. The conviction of things not seen. I like Brother Lance Lambert's definition. He says, living faith connects us to the living God. Many of you maybe have this experience. You believed in your head, Jesus died for my sin, Jesus died for my sin. But one day in your heart, you said, I believe Jesus died for my sins, and that's when you were saved. Now, many people around this leper could say, Oh, of course God could heal. He could do everything. He's almighty. Nothing is impossible for God. But what leper would say, God can heal me? 
但是有一个大麻风者说，呃，他可以医治我，神可以医治我。那不是在头脑相信，乃是从里面、从心里面操操练的这个相相信。Paul says with the heart man believes unto righteousness.那保罗说到说，凭着从心里面人相信能够进到呃公义里面。And how do you know somebody believes in the heart?那你怎么相怎么知道一个人从心里面相信呢？There's an evidence. What is it? They say something with their mouth. Listen, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. If you will confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God's raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made. Unto salvation. Now we don't know how many lepers in the leper colony believed God could heal. But this leper, he confessed it. You can heal me. Now, just think of what this man had to overcome to run out of the colony and run up to Jesus everybody was against that when you're a leper you're supposed to walk around and say unclean unclean warning people that you're there this man jumped over the fence of the colony ran right up and fell down on his knees right in front of Jesus totally politically incorrect and he fell down and said, I believe you can heal me. Now, how does somebody come to that faith? Matthew chapter 8 puts this event right after the Sermon on the Mount. Because Matthew wants us to know that faith comes by hearing. Now Jesus was up on the mount speaking these wonderful words of kingdom grace. And even the leper could hear these words. Do you think it was his words, maybe? And hearing Jesus, something was quickened in If you look at the story, this is right when Jesus came down from that mountain, right after speaking these things that this leper came up with. Or maybe he saw Jesus performing some miracles. Something quickened his faith. And he said, You can heal me if you will. But here's why this story is so precious. Because it shows on the one hand a man with a strong faith but also submitting to the will of God. If you will, you can make me clean. If it be thy will, 
Now, how many times do we pray something and say, "If it be Thy will"? Now, two out of three of us use it the wrong way. Some people say, "Lord, heal that person if it be Thy will," because they don't actually believe. They want to give God an out. Because in their mind they're saying, I don't think God can really do this. Or I don't think he really wants to do this. So Lord, we pray it should be that And you can almost hear when they say, if it be thy will, that all their faith is going. Their faith balloons just went down. there's others who say that if it be thy will. Because they won't humble themselves, they're too proud. Why do they want to say if it be thy will? Because they want to be sure. That they never make a mistake. I mean, what if they should ask Lord heal and the Lord doesn't heal? I would look so foolish. Everybody would laugh at me. Oh, I can't help that. So if it be thy will, I gotta save my skin here. Or maybe it's if it be thy will because I don't really think I'm worthy. So I can't really ask with faith. But now there's a right way to say if it be thy will. Now I'm sure all of you pray this way. Because the right way is when the heart truly confesses your faith and yet yields to God's will because He knows best. You know that wonderful scripture in Hebrews 11:6. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So if you're not willing to step out on a limb and take a chance and say, I believe God can do this, you have no faith. Now, faith is when your heart is exercised. He who comes must believe that God is, and He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Now, we should put in that context there. He that comes to God must believe that He is good. That he wants to do good. You see, that's faith. Faith believes and confesses. I believe God is good and he wants to do this. At the same time, we fall down humbly on our knees before the Lord. Because only the Lord knows. His sovereign will. So this wonderful story combines both faith and submission. Now, when we see the prayers of faith in the Bible, they're very strong prayers. 
很努力的下去，很艰辛的下去。Or how about the neighbor who comes knocking on your door at midnight? Says, no, no, I need bread for my friends. I need bread. Says, no, no, I need bread. They keep knocking, and that's Jesus. Says, now that's 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 prayer of faith.那这个邻舍，这就像你在那叩门说，是你要这个食物。他说我没有食物，但是他是持续的继续在里面叩门跟你要食物。But we have examples in the Bible. David was a man by faith who connected with his God. And you remember when his first child was born of Bathsheba, the child was sick and he prayed and fasted night and day asking God to please heal this child. He prayed with persistence and faith. When Peter was in prison, and the Sanhedrin was set to execute him, says the church was praying 24-7 by faith, God deliver Peter. Now we need your servant, Lord, deliver him from this prison. Next thing you know, Peter was knocking at the door, and they couldn't believe it. They had faith that God could release him, but they didn't have faith that was Peter at the door. It's a strange thing. And when Paul says he had a thorn in the flesh, and he was beseeching the Lord three times, that means he really was praying. With fasting because the Lord always knows best. And the will of God is often large has to do with larger things than our personal life. And so it's important to see this balance. And and so we see that this leper had both faith, he both prayed and he bowed. Well, Jesus, of course, healed him. 
But there's three things we see that Jesus did in this healing that it's worth us seeing. Number one, God uses healing often to connect a person to their Savior. Now this man wasn't just healed, he was saved. Because what the, the purpose of the healing was to bring the man to be connected with his Savior. notice in the story, it's actually not about healing, it's about cleansing. He said, you can cleanse me. And Jesus said, be cleansed. Not only his leprosy was cleansed, but his heart was cleansed from sin. And we see in the New Testament many times God uses healing to connect somebody to their Savior. I think probably you have seen this sometimes. You know, our dear brother Bak Singh was an apostle in India. He preached the gospel to large multitudes of people. But you know, when he preached the gospel, he also had the anointing to pray for healing. And after the service was over in the back room, People came to him and he prayed and they were healed. But the purpose wasn't in just a physical healing. Now what happens if you get a physical healing? Well, next year you get sick again. Eventually you're going to die. But what if God can use that healing to bring you to the Savior? Then what happens? Well, no matter what happens, you've got eternal life. We find that many times in the Bible the Lord uses this. I remember one time myself. It was my first experience of this. It was scary. I was in South Korea, in Busan. I had a little guy like this, he was my interpreter. He was a real man of God. We got through preaching one day to school. Over 200 kids got saved. And he said to me, let's go visit a woman. I said, who is she? He said, she's a woman who came to our church. She doesn't believe in Jesus. She has typhoid fever. He said, let's go preach gospel to her. I said, uh, well, uh, he says, wait, we have faith. And when you preach gospel, 
you don't have to worry about the devil. Devil has to worry about you. 那你传福音的时候，你不要担心这件事情，你不要担心魔鬼，魔鬼要担心你。So we went into this woman's house. 我们到这个妇女的她的家。She's been in this living room. She was quarantined, for, and it smelled bad. She's been in there two weeks. 那她在这个客厅里面，她也是隔离的，那她那边味道也非常的臭。We preach gospel to her. 我向她传福音。Well, you know, I said hi. My name is Dana Congan. This brother, he preached the gospel. 啊，我就来到他们，我说我是 Dana 弟兄，这个弟兄他是传福音的。We laid hands on her head, prayed for her healing. 我们按手在她身，在她头上。And then we went out. With her, just one glance. But I have to say, when we were praying, 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 when we She's coming tomorrow to church to be baptized. That she's coming tomorrow to church to be baptized. That she's coming tomorrow to church to be baptized. That she's coming tomorrow to church to be baptized. That she's coming tomorrow to church to be baptized. That she's coming tomorrow to church to be baptized. That she's coming tomorrow to church to be baptized. That she's coming tomorrow to church to be baptized. That she's coming tomorrow to church to be baptized. That she's coming tomorrow to church to be baptized. That she's coming tomorrow to church to be baptized. That she's coming tomorrow to church to be baptized. That she's coming tomorrow to church to be baptized. That she's coming It was to capture this leper by God's love. That is, to capture this leper by God's love. That is, to capture this leper by God's love. That is, to capture this leper by God's love. That is, to capture this leper by God's love. That is, to capture this leper by God's love. That is, to capture this leper by God's love. That is, to capture this leper by God's love. That is, to capture this leper by God's love. That is, to capture this leper by God's love. That is, to capture this leper by God's love. That is, to capture this leper by God's love. He was moved with compassion. That he was moved with compassion. Now we know the Gospel of Mark is Peter's testimony spoken to Mark. That we know Mark's Gospel is Peter's testimony spoken to Mark. Peter could see something happen to Jesus. That 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 Peter could see something Was it a look of mercy and compassion? Ah, is a kind of his his face. He has this kind of kind of kind. We don't know. We don't know. But he was moved with compassion. But he was moved with compassion. God moves with compassion toward people who need healing. And then Jesus did something totally not right. That he did something totally not right. He touched the leper. Now this makes you unclean. That will make you unclean. Now you have to go in quarantine. But when Jesus touched the leper, 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 when Jesus touched Is how much God loves them. That this first is able to let them see that is really to let them see that God is really loving them. And if we would know healing as brothers and sisters together when we preach gospel, we need to know this compassion that Jesus was moved by. That if we know healing as brothers and sisters together when we preach gospel, we need to know this compassion that Jesus was moved by. That if we know healing as brothers and sisters together when we preach gospel, we need to know this compassion that Jesus was moved by. 
He died a few years ago. He used to be pastor there in the Manhattan and Times Square Church. And when he died, I, I went to the memorial service they had there. And many people got up and gave testimony. But many testimonies were like this. We went to Russia. Brother Wilkerson spoke before 10,000 people. Preached the gospel. And then he took his interpreter. They snuck out on the street. And they talked to the alcoholics. And the people laying in the, in the road in, in the street. These people said, Brother Wilkerson would cry and pray. And, and pray for their healing. Seek that they might come to the Lord because he had this compassion from God for broken people. If God would provide healing in our heart, make us just not believers, but faithers. It's gonna come with compassion for broken people. You remember a few years the uh, some Romanian brethren came through on a visit, remember? Because some of you visited them when you were in Romania on a trip. When the Romanian brothers came to Manhattan to speak one night. He said, he said, well, what's going on there, Romania? He said the strangest thing. We preach the gospel. But the Romanians are very hard hearted, you know, they've been unbelieving communists for a long time. But every time we preach gospel, gypsies get saved. And we don't like the gypsies. They pick our pocket. They, they steal things from us. We always tell our children, stay away from gypsies. But when our Christian children go down to the gypsy village and preach gospel, they get saved. And he said, God is speaking to us. About God, how much He loves Jesus. So, so praise God, the leper was not only healed, he was saved. And praise God, he's not only saved, but he fell in love with Jesus. This is one more thing. God did something even more. That's是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是是
the tree of life, and you'll never get sick. Now, when Adam was there in the garden, it's not the old sinful Adam that we know, you and I, we're old Adam. What does old Adam want the most? I want to be independent. Rich. Healthy. Do whatever I want. No boss. This is paradise. That's what Adam wants now. We're sinners. We just want to be left alone. So we say, oh, okay, God, please heal me, because then I can be on my own. I don't need anybody. No, but sometimes we're sick. Because by getting healed, we learn to abide in the garden. We become connected to our Creator. Adam comes back to the garden. He eats of the tree of life. He finds healing of body, soul, and spirit. Now, brothers and sisters, our bodies are sown in corruption. That's what Paul says. Our bodies are sown in corruption, they'll be raised in corruptible. Now all of us have bodies that have a shelf life. Sickness, corruption, weakness. Afflictions are always working in our body to bring us to uh, death. We should thank God every morning that we're still alive. It means His grace is working upon us. And his resurrection life in us is stronger than the death that works in us. I remember the first retreat I went on with our Brother Stephen Kong. He was speaking, I was speaking, way down in Georgia, where we all had to sleep in a bunkhouse. You know what bunkhouse is? No nice room, just, you know, a bed here and here, and here and here, like 12 people in a room. Brother Khan was there, I was there in the same room. I was up on top, he was down on bottom. So he went to bed every night. He only had a suitcase this big, but somehow he got his pajamas out. Before he went to bed, he took out his teeth. <laughs> got up in the morning, first thing he did was put his teeth back in. down on his knees. As eleven other brothers in the room. Every morning he gets out of bed, gets down on his knees. He says, God, thank you. That you gave me rest and that I am alive. God, what a simple prayer. You know, this should be our prayer. We who are alive need to thank God that we're alive. It's a gift of God that we may serve Him another day. Now, this leper was connected to his Creator. 
那这只是一个你相信的一件事情吗？Or is that the Lord uses healing when you preach the gospel. If you're sharing the gospel with somebody and you know they need healing, you should pray for them. See what happens. Now I have seen a number of times people healed, and it was always when the gospel was being preached. This is because the Holy Spirit wants to connect that sinner to his Savior. And number four, we pray that somehow we could recover the real living faith in this matter of healing in the body of Christ. But we must learn together in the school of Christ. Now, how many of you believe? That our dear brother Christian Chen is safely and firmly in the hands of God. Did you hear his prayer? He put himself in the hands of God. It's a good place to be. But have you also noticed how often Paul says, Thank you, saints, for your prayers. You helped me to do the will of God. In some way, I can't explain. We're connected in helping our God to touch our brother Christian in these days. 
在一种方面来说，我们是连接在一起，我们能一同感动我们的神，来帮助我们的弟兄。You remember the three specific things our brother told us to pray for？你还记得三点我们弟兄很仔细的呃希望我们能够祷告的吗？Because I'd like to add a fourth if I could。因为我还想加第四点。But you remember？如果可以的话，remember the three？我们记得三点。The first thing was about the bile levels。那第一点是为了这个这个他的那个呃这个指数肝脏的指数。Second thing our brother would begin to eat。那第二点是希望他能够开始吃。the third thing was was it oh the spiritual warfare and claiming these verses together can I suggest a fourth again I put it out on a little broader scheme would you consider praying for all of God's servants on a more faithful basis. You know, I I would selfishly include myself, but there's so many brothers, and they really need prayer because every servant of God faces warfare all the time. Now, uh, next week I go out to the West Coast for the Western and Christian WCCC. Uh, I am one of uh, four or five speakers. Brother Khan's 102 years old. Ted Peng just had his colon removed with colon cancer last year. Brother P.K. Wong has to go and get the dialysis every, twice a week, even while he's speaking, to keep his liver from closing down. Godwin's son, he's still an ox. Pray for him. And for myself. I'm a young guy. <laughs> I'm only 73. They, they say, oh, he's a young guy. <laughs> but remember other brothers who are serving God too. Maybe uh, where, you, where you live or far away, you know some faithful brothers. Pray for them. Always they're under spiritual attack. Always. You know, last week I went to Richmond Conference to speak and I got a sore throat from the air conditioning, the cold, hot, cold, hot. I had fever every day and I had to speak. So even when a brother looks like an ox, many times they need prayer. Please remember the dear brothers that the Lord has raised up in these times of ministry. Thank you. Let's, let's just have a few prayers before we go.
dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. You have so loved us by sending your faithful servants to release your will. And Lord, we thank, th- thank you for your word that shine upon us, that we, we, we can receive your love and your healing. And Lord, we thank you that we can live in Christ and your life live in us, linking us to that living God. Lord, and we may see your glory. We pray for, we thank you for leading us into a higher ground. And Lord, for your healing and your, and for your healing. Lord, we do pray that Brother Chen indeed may respond well and uh, those uh, uh, and be healed. And Lord, that he may really testify of coming out of death into life. Thank you, Lord. We pray in us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Chen 我们向你献上感恩赞美我们这样不配祷告 Our sister pray, dear Lord, want to thank you and praise you Thank you for manifesting your, your words to your church Indeed, Lord, with men it is impossible, but not with God All things are possible with God Lord, we thank you for the, your power to, to heal It's uh, uh, far surpassed the sickness that's in, in our brother We do pray that you strengthen his faith Lord, and in the measure of his faith, Lord, we do pray ask for your healing. Lord, as the church fast and earnestly seek you, Lord, we pray that you hear the prayer of the church. Uh, we pray and ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.